You're listening to Scoreline Extra, where we've got some of the highlights from our weekend programming and post-match interviews for you to soak up. I'm Ken McGuire, and over the weekend we saw a whole host of live action with eight games broadcast by KCLR, including the Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship quarter and semi-finals, the Kilkenny Senior Camogie semi-finals, and the Carlo Intermediate and Senior Championship football finals. Let's start with Camogie. First with Kilkenny Senior Manager Brian Dowling, who spoke to Robbie Dowling about the county's fundraising efforts for the Senior Camogie team. Now on Scoreline, I'm delighted to say that I'm joined by Kilkenny Senior All-Ireland winning Camogie manager Brian Dowlin. Brian, how are you? Hi Robbie, thanks for having me. No problem at all, Brian. Brian, obviously there's so many fundraising activities that Kilkenny supporters and even people from further afield um, can get involved with. Could you give our listeners some sort of an insight into what you are doing? Yeah, no problem, Robbie. Look, I suppose we're very busy at the moment, a lot of stuff going on. Um, just first of all, I'd like to thank everybody for um, all the help they've given us so far. It's been unbelievable. Um, you know, I suppose the support we've got all year in general has been brilliant. And the homecoming we got after all Ireland was great. And, you know, since then, the goodwill we've got from people has just been unbelievable. So, look, we're just hoping people will, will keep supporting us. And, um, you know, the girls, I suppose, have, have decided that they want to pursue going on a holiday. And, look, there's a lot, there's a huge amount of work that goes into it. So, um, you know, a lot of work has to be done over the next couple of weeks to make that happen. Um, I suppose the the next thing on the agenda is the the camps that's going ahead. Um going ahead today and then also going ahead next Saturday as well in different venues they're all over social media so the girls are doing coaching sessions themselves with um age group from 8 to 14 and so 10 or ahead um, for, for anyone that wants to do that so that's absolutely a brilliant opportunity for people to, to learn from inter-county Kogi players um, I suppose our big, biggest fundraiser is the, the Golf Classic and um, you know we're very grateful that Castle Homer Golf Club have, have given us the, the premises for the Golf Classic and unbelievable facilities to have uh, so that's on Thursday Friday and Saturday the 6th, the 7th and the 8th of October so we still have a lot of tea times and not a lot but there is tea times on the Thursday and the Friday available if anybody is, is, is available to play golf um, it's €160 Euro per team and uh, it's you know we're, we're obviously going to make a good bit of money out of that fundraiser if we can so there's a dinner and that as well great prizes um, for it. so look we have a, a lot of teams in already but still a bit more work to do on that so hopefully we'll get more in um, we also then have a, a, an exhibition hurling match I suppose it's something different that hasn't really been done before um, the Kenny Cogan team are going to play ex Kenny hurlers so you know we have the likes of Tommy Welsh going to be marking her, uh, his sister Grace and we have uh, selector of Philly Larkin maybe talking out marking a couple of the girls and we have DJ Carey Eddie Brennan Martin Comerford you know Owen Larkin James Delaney we huge you know brilliant Kenny hurlers are all going to be playing that day so it's going to be something a little bit different so that's on the 22nd of October in Olockton's at 2 o'clock um, and tickets are 10 euro for that so the girls will be selling tickets and tickets will also be available online whereas people can pay on the day as well and it might be one or two little more things going going along that day as well and um, we have the bucket collections then for the intermediate and the, the senior county finals and the girls will be out with buckets uh, on that day uh, trying to raise a few more pounds so that's kind of it at the moment the GoFundMe page is going in the background there as well and um, you know, people are donating there all the time, which is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, and just to maybe go down through some of the fundraising activities because they're great, and I think there there's things there that people would certainly love to get involved with. Um, the coaching session is that one that maybe had a particularly sort of you know um a twofold impact in the sense that you get to go out and obviously raise funds for the team, but also the opportunity to for young girls in particular to be trained by intercounty Camogie players is really really unique and special, and particularly off the back of an All Ireland victory where Camogie has been to the forefront of many people's mind in Kilkenny. 
Yeah, definitely. And look, in terms, I'm not sure which one, which one of the girls came up with that idea, but um, it's a brilliant idea, I think, anyway. Um, you know, and it's, there's a great opportunity for people. Uh, there's loads of different venues that's going on. I think there's six altogether. There's even one, the, the girls at the base up in Dublin are doing one up there as well. Um, you know, I think 10 euros is very reasonable. If anyone brings two two kids, it's it's, it's 15 euros. So, look, spend the day with ex-county, or sorry, with current county players and get tips and advice and, you know, get autographs, get pictures. The, the Cups are also going to be there that day. So, look, I think it's a brilliant opportunity. I suppose in 2020, you know, we didn't get to come home until, I think, April or May. It didn't go around to any schools, go around to any clubs, but, you know, the girls have been absolutely brilliant so far. Their time, they're, you know, the, the Cup has been booked there every day. They're going to schools. I think it was in three or four schools there today already. There's been a lot of clubs, you know, and, you know, we're trying to get around to every club, every school in the county. And I think it's very important that we do that and, you know, to try to keep building Clogie. And hopefully the players, the younger players of the generation will, will you know, in the future maybe be wearing a Kenny jersey and will, will, you know, conceive when the girls come in with the cup that they want to be doing that in years to come as well. And then the next one, of course, taking place next Thursday, Friday and Saturday, as you mentioned, is the Golf Classic in Castle Comer Golf Club. I mean, this is one that I think most people involved in GA have some sort of an interest in golf. And it's certainly one that I think, again, much like the coaching sessions one, it kind of, you know, most people in the county would have an interest in it and it's certainly something to get behind again. Yeah, look again. It's it, it is. It's you know it's good, and I suppose it's it's forty euro per person that includes dinner. So, you know, I suppose it's not uh, too expensive. I know it is a lot of a lot of money maybe for some people. So look, it's just any again. If anyone has any interest in golf, you know, I'm playing myself. I've played a couple of years, so it could be uh, golf ball going left, right, and and I wouldn't say centre, but left and right anyway. <laughs> um, so look again. Doesn't matter what level you are, just come out and enjoy the day. I said look, there's some very good prizes there as well. Um, there's going to be prizes for GUI uh, members and non-GUI members and you know I suppose the Thursday and Friday is really where we're, we're looking for people so if anyone can get a few hours off work or anyone's retired um, you know, or maybe pulled a, a sickie for a few hours on the Thursday or Friday maybe we're just still looking for a few tea times there I think the Saturday is booked up already so I said look we've got great support in it already and you know Catholic Over have been brilliant to us and have been brilliant for, for helping us to, to run the competition as well and run the fundraising there they've been very very helpful so we're very appreciative of them as well yeah, it's really great to see. And this exhibition match now, Brian, I think a lot of people, um, when you mentioned it, it would have kind of um, caught their attention because, you know, we've never really seen anything like this at all. Could you maybe delve into a bit more further detail on what's in store? And for a tenor, I mean, this is a very, very good price. Yeah, look, I suppose we're trying to come up with, with different ideas and stuff. And, you know, this one uh, came up and, you know, I think it's just something a little bit different. Um, you know, I played in two exhibition matches myself, um, extra Kenny Hurders against, we played against Watford and we played against Downey, but wanted to try to think outside the box a little bit. So, look, it involves the girls and, you know, it involves extra Kenny Hurders. You know, some of them are, are still playing at the moment. Some of them are maybe retired. So, you know, I'd get to see DJ, you could have a full forward line there of DJ Carey, Eddie Brennan and Martin Comerford, like, you know, and so we'll, we'll see how the girls are going to handle them but um, you know it'll be interesting and you know you have a few little things going on there in the background as well so you might get Celine Harkin does a bit of training but it's there when, when we're stuck for numbers so you might get a chance again to, to mark one of the girls and you know we have as I said maybe I'm sure Tommy Irish might end up uh, marking Grace at some stage as well so we'll see who win that battle look again it should be a fun day out um, it's an exhibition match um, so Charlie it's a, you know it's a good chance maybe see a few of the Kenny Hurders that we haven't seen for, for a while in the Kenny jersey and you know it should be a bit of crack there as well for us 
uh, you know, for for ten euros, and there'll probably be a few prizes there along the day as well. And you know, again, thanks to Lock and Gales GA Club for for hosting that. Um, you know, and the bars will be open there for people, and there'll be tea and coffees available on the day. So look, it should be a really fun day. Again, you can buy tickets online, or the girls will be selling tickets, or you know, to be ten euros to pay on the day will be fine as well. And I know as well you've had other fundraising efforts in the form of a book collection at last weekend's um, County Camogie quarterfinals, which is a great initiative in the sense that there was free entry into all of the games, but then I think a lot of money was raised through the book of collections and the GoFundMe page is also still up and running, if I'm correct. Yeah, the GoFundMe page is still up and running. You know, again, people are donating there all the time, which is absolutely brilliant. And you know, the the book of, uh, the you know the book collection for the, the the games there. I think just two weekends ago was was unbelievable. I think the, what we got out of that was was way more than was expected and again it just shows the generosity of people um, we, uh, it was just it's, it's just we were really blown away by it all really and even last weekend um, we didn't have the book collection and as far as I, I can hear I've heard from a few people saying that you know people were going up asking where were the buckets and we're still donating money to the people on the gate so even though there wasn't a book collection so that just tells you the goodwill that's out there and you know we, we really are so so you know, appreciative of everyone and all the what everyone has given us so far this year and especially in the last couple of weeks it's you know there's so many companies that have, have helped us you know our own county boards like the Kenny County Board the Kenny Supporters Club um, you know there's so many different people there that's you know I don't want to mention people, one company because there's so many companies that have, that have rolled in behind us and, and the, the general public as well and Brian, I suppose there's been a lot of talk about your initiative to try and um, get a holiday for um, the All-Ireland champion winning team, of course, um, against Cork in that final. But, you know, have you found that as it's gone on that the majority of people, both within and outside of the county, there's great goodwill there and that ultimately they want to try and help this team um, get on a well-earned holiday? Yeah, I think so. Look, as I said, look, I suppose the money that's raised so far shows, you know, how you know what people feel towards us, and you know that what they've given us has been unbelievable. And look, we we prefer not to have to go do this. You know, the the work that's gone in in the last five or six weeks has been huge. You know, and so this is the time, especially for players. You know, this is the time where they should be switching off and enjoying their break. You know, and not to be focusing on focusing on trying to raise money. You know, they're on the phone twenty four seven. They're ringing companies. They're trying to organise different things. You know. And there's some of them are still trying to play club games as well. So, look, it's not ideal, but look, I suppose we made a decision ourselves that if you want to go on holiday, you're going to have to raise money, you're going to have to work hard for it. And that's the decision that they made. And look, it's like, I suppose, start of the year when you go back training and you want to train hard to win in Ireland. This is a decision the girls made. They want to work hard to get on a holiday. And, you know, we're, we're in the middle of it now, I suppose. And after the the, the hurling match, that will probably be the last fundraiser. So hopefully the, the target will reach by then and the girls can have a couple of months off and enjoy and look forward to their holiday then that's more than well deserved and of course the players themselves constantly come back year in year out to try and win an All-Ireland as you say Brian but you have committed to the team um, for the 2023 season I believe it'll be your fourth campaign in charge of Kilkenny was there any part of you that maybe with other maybe work commitments family commitments or, or personal commitments thought um, that you know taking on this role again is almost you know too much I know. Look, I suppose I, I think I sit down every year and then just plan one year ahead, and then at the end of the year, kind of review it and 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 talk to my wife at home and a few other people, you know, and just make sure everything is in order. So I know, I suppose I have to have the hunger and the drive to go on again and. You know, if that's not there, there's no point me going back. And you know, I suppose you know one way is nice to go to maybe go and you win it on Ireland. But um, I don't feel now is the right time. 
Um, you know, said said already that you know when when we won the All Ireland, the goodwill we got, the support we got up there in Crow Park, the support we got the night we came back, and especially on the Monday, you know, was absolutely unbelievable. And I think Camogie and Kilkenny is in a great place. And look, I don't think that was the the right time to walk away. I think um, there's a lot more in this team. Obviously, it's it's very difficult to to do back to back. We di- we didn't do it in 2021. We were kind of flat for the whole year, so we have a huge challenge ahead of us now in in 2023. But it's a, a challenge we're we're going on, and we're going to take it head on when we do. Get back, we're all enjoying the break now. Look forward to the holiday, and when we come back from that, then you know the girls will be training hard and try and, and you know keep keep the trophy. But we know that it's going to be very very difficult to do that, and you know we want to have to improve again from what we did this year. But um, really looking forward to the, the challenge ahead now. Was the fact that maybe you failed to do back to back to All Ireland's in twenty twenty one, as you mentioned there, kind of one of the driving factors behind why you have opted to stay on for the year to come? Because doing two in a row in Kilkenny would just be, you know, an even bigger achievement uh, than winning the All Ireland like you did this year. Uh, look, I suppose there's a lot of reasons, you know, and that's that, that's probably that is one of them. But I suppose the main reason for me is just that I'm enjoying it, and you know, I think especially the last the last two or three months of of training and matches, it's just the buzz that we had at training was unbelievable and you know I think the girls could feel it the managers could feel it you know there's a great bond there and I think you know I, I, if I walked away now I'd really really miss it so you know that's why when you're enjoying something I suppose why walk away and look I said there is a challenge there to do to back to back All-Ireland and you know Kilkenny and, and Galway I suppose both of us have failed to do that in the last couple of years but look it's a new challenge again now and it's a different challenge um, but look I suppose in the last couple of years there's been huge pressure on these girls because they've lost a lot of All-Ireland finals and you know, maybe that pressure is kind of gone now. It's a different pressure, but just hopefully to go, just go out and hurdle freedom. And I really think there's there's more in them. And you know, I think hopefully we can get that out now again in 2023. And Brian, this weekend, of course, live on KCLR and Scoreline, you can hear um, the senior semi-finals that take place at quarter past 11 tomorrow between Pilltown and Dixborough. And then at two o'clock in Tullerone, we'll be there for the meeting of Thomas Town and Clara. Will you be out at some of the games across the weekend, keeping an eye on the players? Will be yeah yeah we had the two uh, senior games and two intermediate games then on the Sunday so looks was great because usually the the games are, are clashing you only get to one game so it's brilliant that we get to see four games this weekend um, you know the intermediate and senior semi finals and you know looking really looking forward to them now it should be great games just hopefully the, the weather will be okay and um, you know we we'll get good games but uh, you know there's been some brilliant games so far in the championship and look I suppose the, the four best teams in each grade are there now and it's it's you know they're going to be great semi finals and really looking forward to them. Well, Brian, we wish you nothing but the best of luck with your fundraising efforts. And uh, thanks very much for talking to me today. And hopefully we'll be chatting to you again soon. Okay, thanks very much, Robbie. Thanks for having me. That was Kilkenny manager Brian Dowling speaking to me about all the fundraising efforts that are taking place in Kilkenny Camogie at the moment to try and get the senior All-Ireland winners on a holiday. Both senior semi-finals of the Kilkenny Camogie Championship played in Tullerone at the weekend. We saw Dixborough and Thomastown emerge as winners. Martin Quilty and Anya Fahey were at both games. So you'll hear now from Thomastown manager Ger Walsh, Chaff Clear of the Clara Club, Pilltown manager Alan Roach and first Dixborough selector Dan O'Neill. I'm here with Dan O'Neill, one of the selectors with Dixborough. Dan, comfortable victory in the end in your semi-final against Pilltown. You must be happy to be in another county final. Yeah, it's it's great to be back there again. We didn't think about any county final until... We haven't thought about it really until now, so you have to be happy with the way the, the girls applied themselves. You know, It was really t- a tough first half. We decided we'd play against the wind. And you're never sure whether it's the right thing or not, but 
I think it worked out okay that we went in three points up. I think we were in a great position then at that stage just to drive it on the second half. You looked a small little bit nervy in the first couple of minutes, albeit Pilltown started very well. I suppose they threw off the shackles. They had nothing to lose coming up against yourselves. You are the reigning champions, but you went in three points ahead at half time, but the second half you just really started to coast and when you got going you didn't stop. Yeah, I think we definitely were nervous and uh, we're probably a, a slow starting team. Uh, that's the way we, we've played this year. We, we kind of takes us a while to get into our stride and uh, we were a bit jittery all right, but I think that comes with the pressure that was on us, you know, because really everyone is talking us up, which is not ideal. And, uh, you know, obviously you'd prefer, to, you'd prefer to be underdogs in a situation like this, but that's, that's the way it is. When you're performing the way you are, though, it is very hard to put the underdogs tag on you, um, especially when you have a forward line like that you had to say, and all of six forwards contributing to scores as well. When you've all inside in the full forward line, like I think to seven or eight points as well, you know, it's very hard, but it really shows that you are the dominant force at the minute in Kilkenny. I will look. It's hard to argue that 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 we are going well at the moment, but we won't be we won't be um, taking anything for granted in the county final, whether it be against Clara or Thomastown. I mean, you talk about our forwards, but really, what stands out for us is the work rate of the forwards. You know, when you have players of the caliber of Katie Power up the other end of the pitch, it's so important that our forwards um, put pressure on the clearance the Piltown clearances you know that they couldn't be picking out Katie so I think they did that really well and I mean that's what really stood out for me was the work rate Talk about work rate your matchups on all of the Piltown players work very well like if Katie Power moved to a certain position Kira was on her for most of it as soon as that she moved Kira Field moved on to her when she moved back into the position Kira O'Shea was back on her straight away you really had your homework done on all the Piltown players yeah, well, I suppose Katie Power is exceptional in in particular, and um, I mean, if you don't have if, if you don't have a plan for Katie Power, you're not doing your job. Any preference in the semi final? Who you're going to take on? Uh, no, I, I I don't really. Um, I. No, I'm not, I'm not going to say either team because it'll come back to haunt me. <laughs> well, thanks a million, Dan, and we look forward to chatting with you again before the county final, and best of luck in the county final as well. Thank you, Martin. Alan Roach, Piltown manager. Not the results that you were probably uh, wanting or expecting today. Dixborough run now comfortable winners in the end. Uh, yeah, yeah, Martin. Like, we did come up here and we, we were going to throw the shackles off, like as, as people were saying within the county. We, and it's the truth, we had nothing to lose. Do you know, like you can say, this person, like I know we're missing the two dials, or we're missing Neve Cullerton. Do you know, people were saying, you have nothing to lose and we have nothing to lose. And we, tr- we just gave it everything and it just... Just that bit of finishing at the, in the first half, especially we just when we were on top, we just couldn't put away the scores, and then the kind of Dixborough just opens up there. And I suppose between the twenty, the fifteenth and twenty second minute, I say they got, but did they get seven points yeah. in a row and something like that was that was it, and then we were always chasing shadows after that. Talks was a bit the start because it was like as if you did throw off the shackles and bar a bit of luck, things could have been a lot different in the first half for you. Could have like we if our touch was a bit better, you know, Sophie could have got him for one or two and you know things like that. We had nothing to lose, and that's what we were saying since you'd done the draw and we put up in the WhatsApp and we said, Dixburg against Bill Town, we have nothing to lose. And the girl says, Alan, you're right. Because as you say, county champions it's like the men, like Clara are probably playing by Dixburg or Ballyhale tomorrow and they've and they're probably in the same boat, so nothing to lose. That's like at the end of the day, sixty minutes, you know, they 
you never know as you know refereeing anything could happen in a game and that's the way we looked at it it's disapp- yeah exactly it's disappointing for the girls for the year but I suppose you alluded on the, the two girls and knee being missing as well like, you knew they were going to be missing from the start of the year but to be fair they're two huge players on any club team to be losing never mind a county team exactly like their household names there's people in Leitrim and Peter but for men I know about Kellyanna and Aoife like they're synonymous in the whole country in the Camogie like when you lose one do you know but then when you lose the two of them and that and that and that sport do you know and hopefully next year uh, they'll come back and whoever's at the helm next year in Piltown will get them over that line and, and they'll have the two girls back and hopefully Neve as well and let's be fair in Piltown you have a lot of talent like to be able to field three adult teams this year with the amount of girls that you have like no other club is able to do it so I mean it's testament to the, the amount of commitment and time and the amount of girls that you have down there as well like it's phenomenal exactly like, I'm at the senior management at the, then you have Michael Brennan the junior manager and then there's another girl over the junior team I just like we were training last night with a puck around I think about 42 down there do you know and I, 42 there anyone would love to have 20 Never mind 42. We're so bad, I do it. What's up, uh, Gareth? Will you give me a thumbs up who's going training? Because we just don't know, like, when we're myself and Mark and make a preparing training, we need to know how many is actually coming. Like, it's just, uh, they're, they're just some, they're a bunch, uh, they're such a parish for Camogie and Hurling down there. They just love it. It's in their DNA. I think it's when they were born, the first thing most people get a teddy bear, I think, built on the Gaw Hurl. <laughs> Yeah. I suppose as you said when the draw was done I mean when you look at it Dixborough are the champions and they're champions for a reason they showed their class in particular out there in the second half as well no matter how much you tried you just couldn't get that extra edge just to come that small little bit closer to Yeah, we just couldn't break like they're half far and coming deep and their movement is just they're, they're just so, they're a unit they're young they're, they're hungry you know they're that Borough team, if they put their head down, could go places. So, but that's 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 what the rest of the other. I said there's probably other another nine or whatever clubs that love to be in our position today, taking on Dixborough. But listen, they're a fair outfit and they could go places. And but now, but Clara and Thomas don't be in the same boat. Whoever gets over that one, will be the same as us. They have nothing to lose. You're a seasoned veteran now at management. Never easy to lose semi-finals, but from a point of view, you seem fairly upbeat about this loss. Albeit it's going to hurt for a couple of days, but like you are playing the champions after all. I, I, I might deep down, I'm really, really hurt, and I don't like losing. I'm a, as, like us all. As, as the wife, the wife is probably gone. She's probably gone to Piltown already to watch Carrie Shock and done a magnet. Says I'm not going home if this lad loses. That's what she told me this morning. She's getting out of town. She's probably in her mother's now. But listen, no. It, at the end of the day, like Martin, we had not. To lose. It probably if we did lose it, like you, if you lose, you lose. But like, there's nothing questions. The best team won today, and we have no qualms about that in Piltown. Well, you certainly made an enjoyable semi-finals for us all to watch. So, commiserations on the result. But thanks for the the year that you've given us, um, and you'll be back stronger than ever next year. I hopefully they'll, they'll come back next year, and I I I'd be shouting up from the sidelines. So hopefully Piltown will be, get there eventually. Hopefully someone else will get more of that line. I'll, I'll die happy then when stuck in that medal. But listen, that's that's for another day and that's for Piltown to start. Well, best luck. We hope to see you next year. Lovely. Thanks, Martin. Thank you very much. Chap Clear, manager of the Clara team. You can tell by the look in your face absolutely gutted after losing the semi-final to Thomastown. I know it's no consolation, but what a game of Camogie it was. Yeah, look, Martin, it was... Um it was an unbelievable game of Camogie. It was just nip and tuck from minute one. Uh, Thomas Snogger after a fantastic start. They, they were 1-5 to no score up and we were a bit shell-shocked 10 minutes in, but we settled into our game and 
got a little bit of rhythm and got our game plan going and we're only a couple of points down there at half time and the second half was just it was like a heavyweight boxing match it was just blow for blow and we were getting hit and we were hitting back and we just came up a little bit short uh, on the day unfortunately but um, those girls in there they're, they're devastated because they put in such effort and they trained really really hard from, from the very first training session so they have an unbelievable attitude and spirit but sport is cruel and some team has to win and some team has to lose and unfortunately we Came up a little bit short today. Yeah, sport is certainly cruel. I suppose looking back at the early start that Thomastown got, their first four attacks, no wide, 1-3 on the scoreboard. As you say, shell-shocked you a small little bit, but it's hard to say. Did you give them a small little bit too much respect in the opening a couple of minutes? I don't know. I think, to be fair to Thomastown, they were just unbelievably clinical and they were ruthless. As you said, they had four chances and they had 1-3 before we even took a breath. Um, and they, they definitely had us rattled uh, and we had a game plan but uh, we weren't expecting them to sit up the way they did uh, we got to terms with it though in fairness um, from being 1-5 to no score down I think it was 1-7 to 1-5 so um, you know we scored 1-5 then to two points in the next in the, in the, in the second quarter of the half but certainly we um, they hit us hard and hit us early and uh, it took us a while to, to get to grips with it and then you know we came out in the second half and we had a great start to the second half and uh, a couple of chances just just went a little bit of begging, and Thomason got the goal then, and um, you know it was just nipping top ten for the last couple of minutes, and we were, as I said to you, we were we were like a heavyweight boxer in the twelfth round, we were just swinging, but we just come up short. Yeah, both halves were like mirror image of one another. One team got a great start, the other left back into it. He had this perfect second half start as well. Maybe didn't utilised the chances and maybe went that small little bit further ahead you were a couple of points ahead but the second goal that Thomastown got was a sucker punch for you it was yeah because we'd actually hurled really well in the second half for, and we were we were very very strong and we'd been you know we were hurling probably the best we've hurled let's say this year for about 15 minutes uh, and it felt like we had a nice bit of momentum but to be fair to Thomastown they're a class team and you know the likes of um, all the Donnellys and there's so many of them and uh, the O'Keefe girls centre back was super and uh, Anna Farrell gave a master, masterful show there some scores from the side and it was just incredible so um, look we, we, we did our best uh, we just came up a little bit short um, the best team always wins in sport and unfortunately for us we were just a little bit short today uh, it wasn't for a lack of effort it was just Thomas Stone got the, got the breaks at the right time and got the run on us and uh, we tried our best but we just couldn't stop him. You mentioned a couple of the Thomastown girls there. You have a very nice balanced team as well but one particular player we have to pay mention to and that was Kira Ryan in the forward line because she was immense. If she didn't have the ball she was looking for it. She caused Thomastown untold problems. Won you an awful lot of frees and got on the scoreboard as well. She had a great game. Yeah, Kira's been fantastic for us all year um, and she's a really good uh, scorer be it for points or goals. She gets in really good positions and she's incredibly accurate. Um, very young girl just after doing the leaving cert along with her sister Katie out there as well and you know Rachel Whelan Leisha Nolan they're, they're all very very young players Grainne Lynn they've all just finished Grace Barco they've all just finished the leaving certificate you know so they're very very young girls um, and then to be fair uh, Ashley Nolan uh, just goes to show how much she loves the club that she travelled halfway around the world had yeah. to come back um, and she put in an unbelievable performance for a girl that hadn't hurled competitively for five weeks um, so we're good for Ashling and we're good for, for all the girls but as I said to you we, we just come up a little bit short and uh, Thomas Town probably deserves it on the day and um, they're, they're a fantastic outfit they're well drilled they're well trained and um, it'll, be, it'll be a very interesting final for a group of girls that won the Intermediate County Final in 2019, it's been a quick progression to get to a county semi-final again this year. As you say, the team is so young. 
the future is so bright for them. Like, what can only happen in the next couple of years? You'll definitely be up fighting against the likes of Dixborough for county titles. Yeah, they're a super group and they're very, they're very humble, uh, which is probably one of the most important things in a team that there's no egos in there. Um, and whether they're you know the, the most experienced player or the youngest player starting out, everybody just gets in, puts their head down, and works really hard. And um, you know, as I said, you some fantastic young players, and they'll come on a ton and they learn a huge amount from from this year. And then I suppose the likes of Emma Shartle, unfortunately, they're cruising earlier on the year, and Claire Nolan was travelling as well. So um, you know, there's a couple of girls that could have been out there. No more than any team has been affected that way. But uh, hopefully, Emma coming back now next year after the cruise would be a huge boost again to the uh, to the squad. But look, Dave. Um, they've just given the one thing they can be proud of is that they did their best and in life no matter what you're doing if you give it your best and if you come up short you come up short it's it's a sickener but uh, the girls gave it everything today and they should be very proud well they certainly did and you certainly added what was a great advert for Camogie and a fantastic uh, fantastic game even commiserations chapters no doubt we'll be seeing you again in the knockout stages and maybe in a county final next year yeah thanks very much Chair Welch manager of Thomas Town. A good win for yourselves, but a hard-fought win against Clara, who really put it up to you in the semi-final. Yeah, certainly, Martin. Yeah, hard-fought was always going to be the way against Clara. The beat is early on in the year. We knew we were up against it coming up here. Um, and it's just at half-time, were we down at half? Two points? Uh, you were up. We were up two points, but turning turn around into that wind uh, was always going to be a huge battle. But, I mean... You're aware of the calibre of the girls. I am more aware of it. Um, and we knew if we battled and battled that we'd get there, and we did. Was it kind of a mirror image of the game? You started so well, 1-3-1-4 up after your four attacks at goal, left Clara back into it a small little bit, went in at half-time, two points ahead. Then Clara came into it in the second half. They got a great start, left G back into it, and when the door was left open for you, you just went for us and grounded out the victory. Yeah, but every team's going to get its purple patch, um, and the, what you do with it when you get it is, is, is what's important, and I think the last 10 minutes, uh, we, when we got on top, we set on top, and we kept plugging, and we kept plugging, and went two up, three up, four up, um, and that's the, that's the character of the team here. They said at half-time that we're going to leave everything out in the pitch, and Jesus, I certainly did. You did, and you seem to have a good, strong panel as well, because when Eva Hines went off, what looked like a, an injury, we thought you might be in a spot of bother, but you put in Michelle Donnelly, and a couple of minutes later, like she had the ball in the back of the net, like, what a substitution. Yeah, I took a Michelle, a superb player, um, but like we have a couple of more there to spring the next day, so I wouldn't be delving too deep into that, Marty. So, <laughs> but uh, look, I know Eva like, was a loss coming off there, she's struggling, she's struggling with a knee there with the last fortnight, so since the Gordon game. Um, so, look, to have somebody like Michelle Michelle, and like I said, the, the, the work rate of her, she got the scores, but if you remember the last puck out we got, Michelle worked the whole way back down the field to win that and, and drive it forward. So again, it was just all down to work rate, work rate, work rate, which, Jesus, they, they just, there's, no, there's no end to this team. They don't, just don't know when to give up. They surely don't. And we mentioned it in commentary as well for Anna Farrell, who played in full forward and to come out, she really rolled back the years for you because... I know you don't pick yeah. anyone else for a team, it's a team performance, but she has to get special mention. She was unbelievable. Unbelievable there, especially in the last 10, 15 minutes when, when ball needed to be won and scores needed to be taken. Like you said, she just rolled back the years. But I mean, what's the old saying is, is farm, farm is, class is permanent, do you know, and it is, and she's just pure class. Dixborough now in the county final. I don't know whether you managed to catch any of their match against Pilltown. It won't be an easy task, but one that you won't shy away from. I, I didn't see any of it, Marty. I, um, but no, we won't shy away from it. Look, we know we're hugely underdogs going into it. And I mean, people will try and play that up, but it's not the case. You know, Claire, our 
the Borough are a superb team, if one to 15, and with another five players to come in. But look at, we go away now, we'll recover, we'll put in the week, and we'll prepare for the final. It's great to be there. Is it nice that you have at least a two-week break, get some of the girls that you're missing and a couple of the girls that has a few niggles, get them right for the county final? You need a fortnight to turn around in a week's time and expect girls to play again after such a huge effort from the four teams today uh, would be completely unfair. Um, and I mean, there's time to do it, so I mean, there's no need to rush it. Well, you're in the county final. As you know, anything can happen. Very best of luck, Ger. Look, we're, we have, as they say, we have a puncher's chance. You can hear more from those managers, selectors and get a full recap of the weekend's Camogie action on the semi-final stages for the Senior Intermediate and Junior Championships on this week's edition of the Come On Kind podcast. From Camogie to Hurling and Greg Ballycallum preserved their senior status at the weekend with a win over Liz Downey in the St. Canis' Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling Relegation Final. Brendan Hennessy caught up with selector James Royal and first Bob Murphy. Bob, well done. Uh, staying up in the senior, I suppose, is a, a very important thing in any county, but in Kilkenny in particular. Tough match. Uh, well done. You suffice in the end. A tremendous second half. Yeah, sure. Look, the, the wind, the hill had a had a bit to play in it, obviously enough. But um, look, take nothing away from our boys now. We dug into it. We knew if we kept it fairly tight at half time that we were well in this game. And it came to show then. The boys just opened up then in the second half and you kind of take our scores as they come and everything just kind of worked out then as it we thought it would the wind was a hell of a lot stronger than people thought I know as I said in commentary it never won a match for anyone it certainly assists you because some long range efforts from Lizoni in the first half put you on the back foot but in fairness you battled back and you had a numerical advantage as well yeah but you're like the wind, is, the wind is what the wind is like the wind isn't going to win anything for anyone you know so like with, with the wind we just said you know when you're in range have a go when you're not then you have to feed the boys inside Lizoni did it in the first half and fair enough probably a couple of ways that they're probably going to be sorry about but you look that's a hurling goes and uh, what does it mean to you to stay a senior? oh sure look as you said after yourself at the start senior hurling to Kenny is, it's, it's, it's the top table of hurling like everybody wants to be and when you can say that you're one of those 12 you know without saying anything it's bragging rights have the bragging rights now I suppose and I don't know whether it'll be a little celebration or not but well done and congratulations on saying senior well done in your own personal performance too very good ah, sure look like I know myself I haven't I haven't a whole lot left now so we can see there from, from what we have coming on there on, uh, on paper like we're, we're a lot better than, than what the year's shown but sure like we had one game against Comer where we had everybody so like, you look into next year now and we should have be a different story well, in fairness you suffered with injuries at the start of the year as well you had a lot of players you were down a lot of personnel and looking at Liz Downey going home here today you know they, you lose by two scores a small margin really you know you could come out the wrong side of that but you come out on the right side today albeit you got 21 points they got the goal at the end it's never it's never simple is it no sure you know yourself with six points up you're never safe like you know like a goal a puck out a goal and you're that's it they, they have the momentum then it's, it's hard to fight momentum but uh it's like, look hey it's done now Liz Downey can uh they can kind of lick their wounds and they can come back and have a go at it again next year but sure look we'll fight our own way senior now and, and we'll keep it that way for another few years Okay, I know you were uh, nice and humble there Bob but I think there's two or three more years left in maybe five or six years but listen well done today and well done Greg Baddy Callan Hey look we'll take this one now and we'll see what happens next year Thanks very <laughs> much thanks very much <laughs> James uh, that's a great day for the club I know it's a final nobody wants to be in but uh, you won it and you won it with a little bit of conviction in the end albeit Liz Downey 
for Tottenham Yeah, look, it's certainly a final you, you don't want to be in. Although the, the, the 12 senior team, there's only two that'll ever finish the year on a winning note, and thankfully we're one of them. Um, so it's one little bit of enjoyment to take over it. But you don't want to end up in a relegation final. You know, you don't want to be down here. No one wants to be down here. They're tough games, they're pressurised games, threw in a gale force breeze, and then in fairness, they only lost a man in the first half. But I think we battled well up to that point, and you know, we were three down at half time, and I think that was probably, you know, that was the building blocks for the for the victory in the in the wind up. Yeah, you knocked over some terrific scores in the second half. You had a fair share of wins, it started a panic, I'd say maybe you didn't, but on the sideline I was watching you, you got, you got a bit anxious, you had a few wasteful opportunities and you left them in it. Yeah, no, we definitely did, you know, look, the other side of it is, someone told me long time before, that the team who, who shoots more win, normally wins, and I, I'd rather see us putting the ball wide than Lidoni putting it wide, so you know, you know you're on top when you're putting them wide, but we did, we threw about five or six in a row there, and then, you know, we, we struggled there, we were three points up and we, we didn't really put them away, and uh, we got to that five or six, and we eventually got a small bit of daylight, then they rattled in a goal just to make it exciting again for us, but uh, look, delighted to, delighted to get there and try and build on it anyway. Well, listen, well done and sustain and senior status we'll see you next year well done you might make a comeback now maybe now maybe come on James thanks from Freshford to UPMC Nolan Park and Adrian Rowland spoke with Ballyhale manager Pat Hoban as they beat Clara to keep the drive for five county titles alive here's how they got on Pat Hoban manager of Shamrocks tricky assignment that became maybe a bit easier than you thought I wouldn't say easy at all no Um, we played Clara twice this year and they beat us twice this year so we knew exactly <clears throat> what we were facing I suppose we had whatever little breeze in the first half we got the scores on the board and uh, uh, you know we played played well at times but uh, no far from easy Adrian Shamrocks seem to do things rather easily it makes them look so easy um, all over the field today the scores the, the, the scores were, were easy to secure I presume yeah look we, 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 we got some good scores I thought at times we probably overplayed the ball tried to do the you know, the, the special pass when maybe the easy thing was to put the ball over the bar. So there's things there to improve on. Tara played a system where they seemed to sit back. Uh, it allowed us a, an extra player, I suppose, at the back and we used the ball very well. But we got good scores. We set a target of 25 points. We hit 26, I think. So that was good. But there was probably a couple of ones uh, left out as well. Now, I suppose, going forward, you have a week's rest only. Six uh, days. Six days next Saturday against Tullerone. Tullerone played you already. They've beaten you already. And you do have those injuries still. Yeah, no, and we picked up a few again today. Like so, that's a concern. You're, you know, you're working off, off, off whatever you have. Um, Tullerone, yeah, last day they put up 27 scores to our 10 or 11. You know, put on a savage performance. We've seen them the way they play. They're in really good form, so we're expecting a really tough battle. A tough battle with a Tullerone team doing very well. With the Shamrock team, as you said, it looks like Paddy Mullen hamstring injury. He's gone for sure, then, isn't he? Yeah, look, you know, we, we, we can't rule anyone out or in, but look, that, that, that sport, you pick up the injuries and uh, you just got to move on and pick the next man. But no, Tullerone are going to be a serious team, um, you know, based on, on, on the form, on the league, they're league champions. So they are the form team at the moment and uh, we'll give them that respect. OK, well done, Pat Oban, and well done to the Bell Hillman. Thanks, Former Carlo footballer Daniel St. Ledger is looking after St. Sylvester's in Dublin this year and they were up against St. Bridges at the weekend securing a place in the senior one ranks in the county. Oshin Langan caught up with Dan. Daniel St. Ledger um, originally of Kildavan Clonigal but of course now joint manager of St. Sylvester's in Dublin. You've just won the go-ahead Senior 2 Football Championship semi-final against St. Bridget's 
you still have a final to play against St Vincent's but I think it's fair to say the main business of the season has been done by getting through to the final you've restored St Sylvester's to senior one status having done that in the league earlier in the season it's quite the job you've done in your first year isn't it yeah not bad not bad it's, it's look uh, to, to be honest Oshin, it's been um, it's been a good year like when we were coming in we weren't really sure where we were at and you're trying to implement things as best you possibly can and see where it takes you so it's, it's very, we're very slow to say senior one league and senior one championship are our goals but you're just trying to just set a certain standard but in fairness to the lads they've just they've mocked up everything that we've thrown at them and, and this is where it's led us you know so look today was a bit uh, a bit harem scare and we probably had to beat ourselves as well as beating Bridget's but we got there and that's that's the main thing you know so we're, we're just delighted relieved and delighted Is management everything you expected it to be? <laughs> probably a bit harder you know it's, it's I'm very lucky that with, with Mick and Derek in the background like the three of us kind of knock off each other fairly well so you're, you're doing a third of the job really which is necessary because a, a full time stint as a manager with, with, with on, totally on your own is heavy going you know I was with my club for six weeks last year and it just nearly killed me you know so it's been um yeah, it's been great actually because we've, we've a group of lads that are receptive to everything that we're giving them, you know, which makes life so much easier. So, like when we come in to start of the year, they've had a massive base of conditioning done and then gym programs and all that kind of stuff. So we could just focus purely on football, which is a novelty to be going in the first of January and starting to look at football. So that's brilliant, you know. And you've a lot of lads who have played underage with Dublin and have been around various Dublin squads, which I'm sure. Now, look, it, it, it's helpful for all the obvious reasons. It can actually be a negative as well sometimes in the sense that they might be distracted or have other things in mind. But but you seem to have harnessed that. You seem to have got the best out of that. Yeah, it, look, it's brilliant. You want you want to see lads pushing on and representing the club as best they possibly can. And and you know it's the, the, the fact that for the last ten or fifteen minutes, they said the average age of that team is about 21, 22, You know, which is which was kind of one of the goals we started at the start of the year was to integrate some of those younger fellas into the panel. And you know, obviously mixing them with some of the older lads, they'll kill me for trying to kick them out early. But it's um, it's really important that we kind of create a pathway for 18 or 19 year olds that, that they can start maybe playing intermediate or now in Division Three did a promotion as well which is huge and then our seniors are now in Division 1 which is massive so it's, it's, it, look, it's fantastic for, for young guys that are going to be playing for Sills for the next hopefully couple of years in, in Division 1 football You're very new to it but you do sound like a manager how difficult was that process of making yourself into a manager from being a player because stopping playing is, is, is difficult and as Brian Cody has said repeatedly you know, you'd always prefer to stay playing if you could. Yeah, absolutely. Probably a lot of the lads I played with would have said I was kind of doing more managing than playing when I was playing. But um, I, I genuinely have been very lucky with, with, with Derek with me. He, he's managed yeah. Scaries, he's managed a lot of different teams. So I, I'm learning a huge amount from him, you know. So I, I, I'm enjoying it, I really am. But look, a lot, a lot of it's common sense. But I suppose when you're winning, everything is great. You know, yeah. it's a different story. Next year, we'll be playing against top end teams. So it, it might be a different set of challenges to this year. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just really loving it at the moment. And you've got St. Vincent's in the senior two final now as we've already said you know it's a final you want to win it but the main business is done but that's that's still a good challenge isn't it well it's, it's another kind of a building block because like traditionally you know Sylvester's would have always struggled with the, let's say the bigger names in Dublin you know and there might have been a bit of an inferiority complex when in reality there shouldn't be like we have we have everything in place to, to become a big club you know so from our point yes we'll give, we'll give the boys a few days off and let them enjoy a few looks heads, but next week we'll, we'll be we'll be looking to kind of psychologically deal with that little mental block that they might have and you know it's it's a final you don't often get to enjoy a build up to a final as a player usually it's nerves and tension but the lads can actually go and express themselves and really enjoy the next couple of weeks Well for those who didn't make it up from Carlo today to watch your St Sylvester's team claim their spot in Senior 1 uh, Dublin Championship Football they can watch it back uh, via the Dublin GA YouTube channel Daniel St Ledger thank you very much and um, enjoy the celebrations Thanks William Oshin Cheers Sticking with football and Fennec claimed the Intermediate Football Championship crown in Carlow on Saturday evening. Joining Brendan Hennessy after the game were Luke and Dylan Bradley.
Look, well done. I, co I complimented all the forwards because every one of them scored, but I have to compliment the backs between yourself and Tommy and Dion, Podrick, Jamie. Yeah. Uh, you all did very well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we all work well together anyway. And when the forwards are hitting the balls over, it's very easy in defence. Um, all the lads are super fit, work hard for each other. Great match. Great team performance. Great panel performance. Yeah, absolutely. We pulled it out of the back today. Um, the last couple of games we were hitting wides and wasn't quite uh, clicking until today so it's great to see Was it an enjoyable game to play and I know the all are when you win but looking at it as a spectator it looked fantastic down there Yeah it was uh, Mike should put up a great uh, great uh, attack against us good fight against us so it was always good to play against them um, yeah it's always enjoyable to get the win as well well you're looking forward now you're going to be playing senior football in Carroll next year so you look forward to that yeah it'll be a big step up hopefully lads get training over the winter up the fitness levels again and we'll give it a good crack anyway look forward to it well listen well done tonight <laughs> cheers sir. good man thanks uh, Dylan, congratulations. A great night for Fenny. He played a lovely brand of football on and a personal tally. I've been over 2-3, but I think he might have got 2-4. You could have got 4-4. Four, four. Nah, I could have got 4-4, four, four, but it was only 2-3 in the end. Uh, but unbelievable, yeah. Uh, delighted. Took us two years. Two years to lose in two semi-finals and then twin today is unreal <laughs> yeah, you got a great scoreline in the end I mean to finish with 317 it was tremendous but you played from start to finish you played beautiful football yeah yeah the semi-final last week kind of gave us an eye opener how we had to raise our game and today we did it so delighted with the team <laughs> unbelievable were you lucky the final was tonight because rumour has it around Carlo that you won't begin Carlo on Monday evening you're going further afield I am I'm flying out to New Zealand on Monday so <laughs> thank God there was no replay <laughs> tell me are you going working in New Zealand or are you going for a few months or is it a scholarship or is it a holiday or working holiday I, I'm going working for the year so I'll be gone on next year unfortunately but we finished on a high side and uh, <laughs> you might get back if to get to the senior county final jeez I will <laughs> well listen well done tonight as I say Andy brought up two great saves in the end but you found the net twice and great personal innings from yourself but uh, collectively your six forwards all score from play so that has to be good in a forward unit but all your team played very very well thanks a million thanks a million yeah, well, best of luck in New Zealand cheers thanks a million Last but by no means least, hats off to Palatine and commiserations to Tin Ryland. Meeting in a senior county final for the first time in 70 years, it was Palatine to take the spoils and the first senior win since 2016 as Tin Ryland's 40-plus year wait for senior honours rolls into next season. Let's hear from David Reid, Stephen Riley, Connor Lawler and first, Muckley's own Paddo Flynn as Palatine manager. Paddo, we always want Kilkenny fellas coming to Carlow to give her old hurlers a dig out, but Kilkenny fellas giving footballers a dig out. But listen, you're from a great part of the world, Muckley, and now you're a legend in Palatine forever. Well done. Uh, just, uh, a legend is a very strong word. Uh, I think in fairness to Jason Kane, he, he mentioned some more apt people for that 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 status. Uh, I, I, I think I've said this to you before, I'm only captain of the ship. Like it's you No, know, I have a huge backroom team there in Cormac, in uh, Paul Dwyer, in Noel, in Killian, in, 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 in Billy. Like They really believed in the project. Like Back last April when we um, went out to Jenkinstown Woods, just up the road from your own house, like there was 20 odd fellas ran up and down with the army you know manoeuvre guys they believed in each other and you know like those guys I, I don't think they got the credit they deserved like like Palatine's a wonderful club I'm so so proud to be part of that club now having won that county title because they stand for everything that is good in GA their members are absolutely outstanding they believe in the principles of attacking hard hitting football and that's what we went out and did today and, and like you know Jason and Jack you know they led from the front Joshua Egan barely 18 years of age I think someone said he was 18 a couple of days yeah, ago minor last year, yeah. yeah like he like he went at the heart of them in the first 20 minutes like and like when you see lads going like that you, you just know like Tin Ryland are some club they have some amount of you know uh, ex-inter county players there we always knew they were going to come at us probably you know the sending off 
you know, I meant we had to go a little more defensive than I wanted to. But I knew at the end that we'd have the legs to get us across the line. And, you know, when Conor Crowley got the ball down there, I was praying for John Murphy to blow it up. But in fairness, Crowley got a free ball over the bar. And he was outstanding. He was absolutely Man outstanding. Got, yeah. yeah, he was absolutely outstanding. And in fairness to all the players, they absolutely ran themselves to the ground. But I'd like to actually also dedicate, we 39 lads talked out yeah. today, the hard work they put in early on there when we had injuries and all that. It's, it's, it's phenomenal absolutely phenomenal and like you know you know into the Leinster Championship that's some place to be uh, I know what the lads are going to absolutely relish the next 24-48 hours and like it's, it's, it's just brilliant it's brilliant to see what it means to them and to the people of Palatine it means a lot to you I remember on your first interview with me you said Brendan no one remembers who wins a league match do you remember who wins the county final Pato? <laughs> yeah like in fairness I kind of knew I kind of knew we played a challenge match against St. Pat's Two or three weeks before, before St. Pat's had told it, two or three weeks before the championship. And I just, I went back to my local pub that night, the Cave Bar, and I was actually sitting down there at the counter talking to a few friends of mine. And I actually said to them, to, to Noel Darcy and Paul Maher and Ollie Welch, I said, I think, I think we could win the county final if we get over Rangers. And they kind of looked at me, and even my brother-in-law kind of said it to me the following day, are you half crazy? Turns out they weren't. They all went off and back to some 14-1, to so they did so. So you have it. So the drinks are free in the Cave Bar tonight, or maybe you won't be home tonight. It's a, I reckon you'll be back in in a month's time <laughs> uh, well look look, it's, it's just it's just brilliant and, and you know what it's just absolutely brilliant after being through Covid for the last two years do you know what we'll celebrate this and, and, and enjoy every minute of it because that's what playing football is all about it's about enjoying each other's company enjoying the game playing it on the front foot football isn't about computers football's not about stats football's not about videos or analysis it's about playing with your heart and playing what you're good at and that's what Palatine did today and that's why we're county champions and nobody can tell us any differently well, well done on that and before I do let you go the uh, television cameras will be here now the Wicklow champions and the Carlow champions so not only will you be uh, the banished door here looking after Palatine like you've done during the championship but you'll be like Brian Cody standing in line we'll be looking at there's Pat O'Flynn from Muckalee with Palatine of Carlow the cameras are coming the Wicklow champions on the 22nd which is a few weeks away you'll enjoy this week Pat and I'm sure you'll prepare well for the Leinster championship yeah look that's a whole new ball game for us all uh, I know Palatine haven't won as far as I'm told a, a Leinster championship game so look that's if they want to be considered one of the greatest or the greatest team ever to come out of Palatine it's very simple we need to win that 60 minutes but let's just enjoy this now for the next few days ok we're well, going to enjoy it and thanks a million well done thanks very much Brendan oh, man. Hello, buddy. well done Stephen well done Palatine full back I gave uh, your dad a mention on the commentary a great oh, yeah. Kevin footballer an all star Ulster player but here we are he's in Carroll a long time you're a product of a, a Kevin father Kevin yeah. footballer but well done today brilliant thank you very much really appreciate it uh, don't be giving my father a mention on the radio he'll get a big head uh, he deserves it yeah <laughs> his head's big enough um, but yeah no look we're, we're delighted to, to be here we've put in loads of hard work throughout the year um, I think JL mentioned in the speech there start of the year we're down low in numbers we had a lot of young lads help us dig through all this we had poor enough league campaign but we always knew that the talent was there and we, we worked hard we dug deep lads came home from JL1s and stuff and we just stuck together and, and regrouped and delighted to be in the final and, and delighted to get the win so. yeah, it, was, it was a local derby of course all the lads in Tinder Island Palatine you know one another very well you'd be all great friends but no friends for 60 minutes today as the old lad says on the GA absolutely sure like we would have went to school with a lot of lads in those teams and look you leave it you leave it on the, at the side of the pitch there before you come on and there's no friends on that field and everyone was thumping into each other and oh, look it was a good game and sure.
it is what it is you're winners anyway and you've a Leinster Championship in three weeks time but you'll enjoy this week Stephen yeah we will uh, we'll suppose we'll enjoy the next couple of days soak it in it's a great feeling uh, but like you said there it's not over yet so I suppose we'll keep the heads down and dig deep towards the end of the week Was there a big crowd in Kings Court tuning into KCLR today or did any of them travel down I don't know about that now the few of them uh, might have been listening on alright but uh, I know that's it you're officially a Palman anyway officially a Palman yeah, okay, well, you, have a co- you have a county medal now anyway congratulations on that thank you very much Stephen. well done good man David, that'll go down as a special win. Um, I know you had your fair share of injuries, but you won't worry about them now. You've got another county medal in Palatine. You have one, and an added to the tally of all your brothers. And a listener texts in to say, how many of them reads is in it? You keep coming off a conveyor belt there every there's year. Badger said I was to interview you. Yeah. Oh, there's eight, eight boys and two girls. There's still a younger one to me, Darren. He got his knee on there a few weeks ago. He'll be back next year. Hopefully with us, anyway. When you were here, this year, a great win. Some second half. Oh, yeah. Just to Ryland Post to our pinning for colours, like they're never going to lay down. Ryland are a proud club. Always rivalry between both clubs and fair play to them, like the Meta Harfers. It means a lot to win a local derby, doesn't it? Oh, Jesus. It's all, it's all the sweeter. It's oh, all the sweeter. You're celebrated. You have a big one. And I said it to the lads, you can look forward to the Leinster Championship. And it's one that Pal can get the monkey off their back, because if my records are right, I don't think they've won in the Leinster Championship. No, we never never won uh, a game in Leinster. We played uh, Road in 2006. I yeah, think we it was. We were hard done by that then. Yeah. yeah. Then we had Poor Leash. St. Vincent's. Vincent's, yeah. yeah. I think it's Whitlaw Champions this year. Yeah. So. so it could be Balding Glass or St. Patrick's. Yeah. If it's and Balding it, Glass, it's another local derby. Uh, yeah, and a home draw as well. So and the television cameras coming to Carroll. Oh, as well. yeah. So it'd be a nice one for us. A big day as well. well. Listen, I'm right. I do refer to you on commentary. You've seen from Bennett Kerry. I'm 100% right there, aren't I? Oh, yeah. You're Brooklyn and Duckett's Grove, and you're a Bennett Kerry man, true and true. Oh, yeah. Bennett Kerry man, by all. How's your father? With him. Oh, that's not a bother on him. He was nervous about today. He says, local derby could go anywhere. I said, uh, I think we get out by one or two points in the end. So we were lucky. We were lucky. Well, listen, well done, uh, David. Well done. Well done to keeping up a great family tradition. Thanks for it. very much, Brendan. Thanks man. very much. Well done. Right. Come on. Connor Lawler, congratulations. Connor, it's a win for Palatine. A, a, a good, good county final. Tin Ryland came back at you, but you sufficed. Well done. Ah, yeah. Listen, it was, uh, it was great to have that lead at the start. And uh, we were lucky we had it then towards the end, like, you know, build up a good lead and it was hard to get that lead. So we knew it was going to be hard to keep it and it was, like, you know, but we sufficed in the end, like you said, man down as well. And, like, you know, for a lot of period of the second half. So it was, it, was, uh, it was great to get over the line. One of the most experienced men out there, Connor. What was it like to play in as a county final? You've played in some big games for club and county and in hurling, I might add, as well. Ah, yeah, every county day, special, county final day special. Um, you can see it there, the amount of people that are out supporting us, how good it is for the team, the young lads here that for the first time. So it, they look up to the lads that have been there before and it's up to us to lead it, like, you know, and I hope we did anyway, like, you know, it seemed yeah, we did. A great day, family-wise. I know your mum takes a lot of fun of us, but great. Your granddad came from Tullaherne in Kilkenny today, 95 years of age, to see you and Keane playing for Tinder Island. That's remarkable. Yeah, yeah, he... Um, yeah, he was brought up to watch a game of football. Wouldn't be used to the bigger ball, he's used to the smaller one. So. Well, rumour had it his father played for Carlo, so I don't know how true that is, but anyway. No, it's the first time I've heard of it anyway. So or young. That's it, yeah. But um, no, it was great. It was a great occasion for a family as well, like, you know, and everyone's, everyone's family really, but like, you know, it's great to have family here supporting two sides, like, you know. Yeah, well, listen, well done today, Connor. Go and get into the team. You can't be missing the team photograph because you'll blame me in 100 years' time. Ah, not at all, Brendan, not at all. Cheers. Thanks, Connor. Well done. That's it for this edition of Scoreline Extra. You'll get more great podcasts from scoreline.ie and KCLR on our sports website including the weekly football manager football show that airs every Friday the return of all things MMA for an autumn run on Thursdays and on Tuesday nights we bring you the very best of Camogie coverage in Kilkenny with Come On Kite for more you can visit scoreline.ie